Welcome to the Hoosier Hero Podcast. I'm Christian. I'm Colin. And this is the pilot episode. This is uh, um, our little thing that we're going to try out here. Uh, we're going to be talking about nothing but Indiana basketball. Uh, we grew up in the Hoosier State, still live in the Hoosier State, and we are trying to bring it to you probably every week, uh, maybe bi-weekly if we can't get it in every week, but we are going to talk about nothing uh, but Indiana hoops. Yep, I'm excited to be a part of it, and we are crazy about Indiana ball, so it, it's a perfect fit for us. Born Hoosiers here. Yep. Born with the ball yep. in the cradle. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, we're going to be talking about uh, – High school hoops. We played high school hoops. Uh, we actually went to the same high school. We were talking about boys, girls. Uh, we were talking about Purdue, IU basketball. Might throw in a little Ball State, a little Indiana State. Going to try to hit everybody, but for sure uh, the two Big Ten teams. Um, and then we're going to be talking about we have one, us. We have so many stories that either we've experienced, like things that we've done and experienced, or people have told us, like, Stories out there that you can't even believe, whether they're funny, serious, uh, things like that. So we have all kinds of like history pieces, I guess you could call them, um, that we've been told over the years or, again, experience that happened to us. We're going to be talking about some of those today. we got a couple different subjects that we want to throw on and got some, got some pretty funny stories for you. Probably some stuff you guys want to end up like commenting on or maybe shooting us an email or something of things that have happened to you um, as well. Uh, we plan on having some special guests, okay? I'm pretty, well, I'm not pretty sure. I'm about 100% positive so that this can happen, but I've got for sure an Indiana All-Star that can come in here uh, on the podcast, and I want to get her, okay? I want to I get her in here and get some of her takes on different things when it comes to basketball, okay? Um, and then we also, <laughs> like, kind of a thought we were thinking about um, when doing this podcast is trying to go to different places here in the state, um, that are just basketball venues or um, just either great places to watch a game or used to be able to watch a game, like former gyms and things like that. Um, I've definitely been thinking, if this all works out, which I think it will, um, I want to get into the Hoosier gym. Yeah. I want to get where the Hickory Huskers, home of the Hickory Huskers. I think that would be pretty tight, have the podcast live from there. Um, but, again, uh, we'll see that we'll see that when we get down there uh, down the road for we that. We might we might so. start out at uh, noon hoops at the YMCA. Yeah, we might just come like smack dab. It's gonna be like <laughs> you remember like backyard baseball that you used to play on the PC. You know yep. what I'm talking about? Like, oh yeah. We're gonna be like the little guy commentating the backyard, except noon hoops. We're gonna start noon hoops <laughs> commentating. Uh, Laporte YMCA, be there. Uh, we are on Central Time, so yeah. Anyway, you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. But, yeah, we are. That is. Other than uh, right here in, actually, you can't tell, this is not a barn, but this is my in-law's basement. So <laughs> we're going to be bringing it to you, though. So, yeah, um, again, everything Indiana basketball. Um, but first thing I want to talk about uh, with this podcast, and again, this being the first episode, pilot episode, uh, kind of why we're doing it. I kind of noticed that, like, there are, if you guys have ever watched, and this, again, this is more college basketball, but maybe you guys have watched like Field of 68 or something like that, and like Robbie Hummel's on that, Rafael Davis is on that. Um, again, those are those are obviously Indiana guys. The, again, that's more a podcast for college basketball, but I don't really ever see any like podcasts or video podcasts like this about Indiana basketball, especially Indiana high school basketball that I've ever seen. So I wanted to bring that uh, kind of to the table 
into the into YouTube, and I've, you know, um, it actually kind of started when I was young, okay. And me and Colin have always like kind of talked about it. But when I was really little, okay, PTI, right? Pardon the interruption. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about ESPN, yep. right? I was like in. I was probably like fifth or I was in sixth grade for sure in sixth grade, and I was all four foot eleven of me hadn't hit my growth spurt yet, and. Me and my friend who lived in the same neighborhood, like, again, this is before phones, people. Like, this did not exist when we were kids. Like, all you kids, if you if, if you high schoolers are watching this, like, this did not exist, okay? We would watch PTI, and, like, in the background of PTI, you remember you had, like, all the sports, like, they're still there, like, all yeah. the characters, the faces, like, you had, like, a Bob Knight face back there and stuff, and we wanted to have our own show on local cable access television, which was out of Michigan City. And we wanted to do that. And now, like, with technology and here I got this – I got everything. I got everything from cameras are now super accessible. Phones are super accessible. Social media, like, you can have that. And What is the hardest part? What is the hardest part? <laughs> Inflation, people. Inflation. Yeah, so our countertop here cost me probably more than – my computer. So that's kind of where we're at. But yeah. So like, that's a big deal. Why I always wanted to kind of like, and again, podcasts didn't exist when I, when we were growing up. So like now they do. And I thought it would be really cool to kind of bring that to the table and kind of why we do it, why we're trying to do this, I guess. Um, so yeah. So, so like one thing that like one point I have about this is like, how has like for you, okay. So, like, for you, how do you access, like, sports are so much more access on social media, including high school basketball, right? Yeah. So, like, how do you – what is your main go-tos when it comes to social media to, like, find out sports? Have you got anything? Like, well – Especially high school sports, what do we owe it – what do we look at for – especially Indiana high school basketball? Like, well, how do we how do we keep up to date? Well, for for me, I use I use YouTube a lot because all these local radio stations and uh, – yeah. And uh, TV stations have YouTube channels now, and we can look at yeah. clips of kids, which we didn't have when no, we were that in did high not school, exist. just uh, in 20, yeah. 2010. Yeah. But uh, and then also, there's there's bigger outlets like Hoop Mixtape and things like that, where you can see yeah. high school kids playing all around the country and getting a glimpse of, you know, I mean, they're getting millions of views. Yeah. So it's pr- it's pretty cool how social media can spread, and kids can get looks from different colleges from their hoop mixtape or yeah or something like that like it's just like and like so many people like it is now so like and so quickly like it is so um it's like it's like so i don't want to say the word accepted but like it just happened like and it's not there's nothing any like it's the norm easily the norm and like growing up like i graduated in 12 2012 so like let's say i played high like i played varsity ball from yeah, twenty or oh nine to twelve, right? So three years. You were twelve to, or you were eleven to fourteen. Yep, is when you played varsity yep. basketball. So we each played three years, and like, there was no such thing. Like, you can look up any of our games, and like, I mean, there's nothing anywhere. You're never gonna find it. And like now, anything like Laporte, because we're we're here in Laporte, and like the school has their own like, not just the the AV program, but like they have their own Slicer Sports Network, and they like go off. Like, it's super cool the production they end up having. You can watch any Laporte girls basketball game, any boys basketball game. You can watch football games. It's so crazy how social media has just allowed things to just 
again, a click of a button, and you can have access to all that stuff. Yep. So I guess and you that's, can find players. Like I mean, yeah. just the real players, and they have yeah people that can easily come out and video yeah. high quality stuff of them playing. That's like and it's right on their feed. That's like Cade. That's like so. It's a friend of ours, and he went to our high school. And uh, when Cade played, so Cade graduated in twenty eighteen, I think. And <clears throat> Cade's junior year, he ended up putting down a dunk on somebody. Remember, you were oh, there. I fell off the. I fell out of the bleachers. Like brutal one hand yeah. dunk. Okay, and this kid jumped. Posterized. It was horrible. It was like the whole Porter County Conference. <laughs> The whole Porter County Conference just went ballistic. Like, so many people shared it. And it was just, it again, like, spread like fire how easy it was to, you know. But my, you know, when I, my first dunk, nobody was there to film it. Some people were there to witness it, but nobody ever saw me ever dunk a ball or, like, watch watch you go off for, what, six threes in one quarter or whatever. That yep. type of stuff, like, just didn't exist. So, again, like, social media has made it so much easier to be able to do this kind of stuff. Um, and then... I guess the last thing, like, while we're on the subject of, you know, we're doing this, it's all about Indiana basketball, you know, how much does Indiana basketball mean to you? Like, yep. what it, what, how much does it mean? Like, what, you know, what significance does it play in your life, even still at 26 years old? <clears throat> yeah. Well, for me, it was ob- – my dad was a high school coach. So, for me, every waking moment that I can remember had a lot to do with Indiana basketball because he was an Indiana coach. And uh, it, for me, it's just, it's hard to explain if you're not from here. It, it's just different. It's the way these, the energy at these high school games, the amount of time people are out putting in, uh, you know, putting up shots on their, on the side of their barn or in their driveway. It's special. I'll the have whole to, town comes in. I'm going to interrupt just real quick. I'll have to put a picture up. Okay. When we're done with this, but. The, it's like what he's describing. Maybe some of you guys have seen it. There's like a there's like the the meme where the kid is shooting in a basket and he's like dug a tunnel down into the snow. Yeah. And it says meanwhile in Indiana. Like that's exactly what he's talking about. Yep. There's a there's a little kid down my street in kindergarten, and we shoveled the driveway and he's over shooting hoops yeah. at my neighbor's house. It's 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 nuts. It's not like anything else. You yeah, guys have probably seen if you're not from Indiana, and now for I mean it's followed me throughout different pieces of my life where going even I mean still going to games now it's fun it's it's what people do around here just to see the new stars and it's helped me in my career in my job too just the way uh, the so, leadership and so like saying that talking about like follows you around okay so Colin correct me if I'm wrong we're in the car a couple years ago and your dad, so his dad um, coached here in Indiana for many years, boys and girls, and was, was pretty successful, especially on the girls' end. And we're in the car, and he gives us a call, and he's like, Colin. He's like, he said something, you know, I applied for this. He moved to Arizona. His dad moved to Arizona with his mom. And he gets this, he applied for, he got a job teaching agriculture in Arizona at this high school. But the boys' coaching job was available, mm-hmm. and he applied for it and could, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything, right? No. And he actually applied for an assistant coaching job at a college, and he was about to accept the college job. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And he all of a sudden calls us up, and he's like, Colin, what do I do, man? What do I do? 
I just got a phone call from the high school that I've been like the what I'm going to work at. And they said there's 35 applicants that apply for this job, but you're the most qualified. And the only and like the biggest reason we want you is because you're from Indiana. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Like 35, 35 plus applicants. And they're like, by far, by far, you're what we want. Yeah. Because you're from Indiana. You know basketball. It's true. So like that's just like kind of where we're at. And I ha- we have like so many other stories. So again, if you're like watching this and you're not from Indiana, um, again, like basketball, it is it is truly a a religion. Okay, and like and I hate to say, it, I, you know, don't want to put it that way, but like I mean, it is truly like it is just a ritual. Yeah. Every winter, that's what you're doing. You're playing basketball. You're going to watch basketball games. You're participating somehow. Yep. So, and I've been to other states. I've been to Florida. Football is, you know, the the main sport. Yeah, yeah. No, here the basketball, and then yeah. there's the big dance afterwards after the game. Yeah. Fo- yeah. Like the homecoming. Our homecoming is for basketball, basketball not yeah. football. Yeah. It's it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, man. I just like talking about that. Like at our high school, like okay, we don't have football. We didn't have football. But here's here's the thing for you is like. I remember it's probably 10 years ago now, like just after I graduated, the superintendent at the time toyed with the idea of getting a football team. And I've heard like, and I'm sure the cost is different. I've heard like the cost for a startup a high school football team is like a million dollars. So it's like, where does this little small farm school come with a million dollars? But it wasn't even that. So many people would like freak out because if we got a football team, at our little farm school, then certain people wouldn't go out for basketball and we wouldn't have the basketball team that we would have. So, like, people fought the idea of having a football team at our high school because it would take away from basketball in the hundred plus, now over a hundred years of basketball tradition at our tiny farm school. Yep. So, that just kind of tells you kind of what, um, again, basketball. You know, he talked about growing up with it, with his dad always coaching, and his brothers who played, and his, his and then Ben, okay, the middle brother who is a phenomenal basketball player, okay, like always playing with each other. And I mean, it's just like again, some people go out and they, uh, you know, nowadays they're playing video games or they're they're playing, you know, playing on their phones and TikTok and all that stuff. But like yep. when we were growing up, you were out on the you were out in the driveway putting up baskets, you know, things yeah. like that. He was just talking about talking about the kid just down the road, so. Um, yeah, basketball is a quite the huge, quite the huge thing for us. So just trying to, just another outlet and we're trying to kind of fulfill it. So, um, today, okay, we're, we're going to go over three different things. Okay. We got like three subjects for you. All right. We're going to try to keep these podcasts, maybe like a half an hour. Okay. Maybe a little bit longer. And we got, we have some pretty good like ideas we came up with that we could talk about like subjects we could talk about. Um, but the first thing I've wanted to do for a long time, and I was like, why not do it the first video podcast? And we're going to react. I know lots of people do reaction videos. But I saw this video a couple years ago. Well, I wouldn't say a couple years ago. Like, I saw a video. But it was, it, was of, it, was, it was probably within the year. I saw this video of Sean Kemp in high school. And if many people, if, like, if you're, again, if you're from Indiana, you kind of have that, like, then you know Sean Kemp's from Indiana, but lots of people I don't think know that Sean Kemp is from Indiana. And actually, he's only like from here. He's probably like thirty-five minutes away where he where he went to high school at Concord. And um, actually, 
when I was coaching, I was coaching girls this year, and we went over there and played at Concord, and sure enough, there's a picture of Sean Kemp right there and stuff. But like, my why I why I kind of looked this up and end up seeing this video within the year is my father in law, who went to New Prairie, who was in the same conference as Concord, was talking to me about when Sean Kemp came to New Prairie. Okay, and New Prairie, like again, like if you're not familiar with this, like most gyms in Indiana, unless you're like at a really small school, they sit like no less than 3,000 people most gyms if not some seat uh, uh huge amounts Michigan City down the road 7,200 Northside Gym in Elkhart like 7,500 people for a high school gym so New Prairie is around I would have to say it's around I think it's like 2,990 or something maybe 3,000 I could be wrong okay but he told me this story about when Sean Kemp because he was in high school at the time came Concord came to play in New Prairie and you had to like line up at the doors but well before the JV game even started just to get a seat. And it was – he said there was a great – Concord had an awesome following at the time. And New Prairie obviously had a good following um, because everyone was there to see Sean Kemp. And he comes in, and this game is so crazy that, like, people from New Prairie didn't even necessarily want New Prairie to win. They were just cheering for Sean Kemp. <laughs> like, all they wanted to do – this dude to do is just run down the lane and jam. And like, that's what he did. Like Sean Kemp was six eleven, like two forty, two thirty in high school. And my, my father-in-law said that you're sitting there and all of a sudden Sean Kemp steals the ball, like in the lane. And he goes coast to coast, gets up over a dude and just tomahawks it and puts it down. <laughs> and the gym went so ballistic that people were like running out on the court. So I, I say that is that I watched this video that I found um, and this, this guy did a really great job. I believe it's, uh, clutch 23 productions. And he found a bunch of clips from, um, from Sean Kemp in high school. And you're going to see like what I'm talking about that like basketball is like another breed in Indiana. And then when Sean Kemp was on the floor, it was just, just ridiculous. Like just ridiculous. So we're going to end up reacting to that. And I had to pull out the Sonics Jersey for that. <laughs> My Sean, the Sean Kemp Jersey throwback champion. Throwback Legendary. champion, so um, pulled that out. See that? So, um, yeah, so we're going to end up reacting to that. And then I have two other – we have two other subjects for you guys today. Um, they're pretty funny. Maybe you guys want to, like, comment or send us – again, I'll, I'll post our email and stuff. Maybe you want to send an email. Maybe we'll share your story if you want it. Um, but we're going to talk about the toughest gym slash environment that we played in in yep. high school. Okay, so like, um, again, cause, you know, with, with videos and stuff today, like you can kind of see that, but you know, even when we played 10 years ago, it really wasn't, you know, you couldn't see, but we're going to talk about like where it is, you know, uh, why it was so harsh or rough. And then, you know, who, obviously who we played against and maybe, maybe the individual players that we played against, which for me, I could talk about that all day. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, uh, last thing we're going to talk about today. And again, some of you might have some awesome stories is. Uh, the worst jersey or wardrobe malfunction experienced or witnessed in a game. Like maybe it happened to us or happened to somebody else. So we're going to be talking about that. Easy um, one for me. What? Easy, easy one? Easy one for me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, so, all right. So uh, I'm going to get this Sean Kemp video fired up, and we're going to see if we can't do this. All right, here we go. All right. Six eleven. 
I still weigh more than him. <laughs> <laughs> still weigh more than him. <laughs> Dude's just a tower, man. On his back. Oh. oh. <laughs> I've never seen this video. That's a little jump, man. This dude, break away. Oh my gosh. At Concord. He just 360. That's Concord. He just 360'd. Oh no, get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> oh. Backboard breaker. Reversed it. Dude, this dude's 17. It's too easy for him. <laughs> Just throw it up there. Just throw it up there. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Look at the amount of people, like, hanging off the stage. Get it out. He just pins it. <laughs> <laughs> just a man. And he's doing it against Indiana. That's <laughs> This old boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's in the All-Star game. Oh, no. That's in the Kentucky McDonald's All Star game. Indiana All Star game. Oh, Indiana. Points <laughs> at the dude. <laughs> it's weird to be a, see a six foot eleven guy with that much agility. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Usually, guys can't move like that. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Oh! Can hardly see. Oh, oh my! Volleyball spikes it. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is crazy. I just can't stop smiling. Dunks are my favorite. And blocks Jeez. are my second favorite. Look how many so. people are there, man. Is that high school right there? That's at the Northside Gym there. Unbelievable. I can't stop saying it. The Sean Kemp Show. <laughs> McDonald's All-Star or McDonald's All-American. The best entertainment money can buy right there. Unreal. I can't even... Indiana. I genuinely, genuinely... I can't stop smiling. Dude... The dude was in high school. Like, that's a high... Like, everybody talks about all... Like, I'm not dogging, like, high, professional athletes. Like, no, like, LeBron, Kobe, 
Kobe and like all those phenomenal NBA players. But like that, like that, I just like you see that only in the pros. Yeah. Like okay, maybe some kid like some five star recruit, some five star recruit at Oak Hill or wherever, right? Maybe puts down one or two of those in a year. Sean Kemp did it every time he was in the game in a hot like, like and people will be saying like people will be saying like oh like he's just dunking on six footers and stuff. What does that matter? You don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I just can't stop. That was I just can't stop smiling. Can't stop. Those blocks were just nuts. Dude, he like pulled the one and then <laughs> threw just it. throwing it. Yeah, threw, threw it down. For that. Man. For that. Take your dignity away. <laughs> Kemp. We got the Sonics. A true out. Indiana baller. We're proud to say. <laughs> from the may, Hoosier State. Yes. May not have. May not have went to an Indiana school, but regardless. Yep. College, university, but regardless, regardless. That's why he probably didn't end it. Uh, yeah, win Mr. Mr. Basketball. Mr. Basketball. Kentucky, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, um, Sean Kemp, Concord, Northern Indiana, went to the state finals, got beat in the state championship game by a really, really good Muncie Central team, which was a lot of the footage in there. Um, so I believe it was at Market Square Arena, uh, I believe. And then he ended up committing to go to Kentucky, and and he believes this. Like I saw it in another little film that he believes, like, you go blue is what he says. Like you go blue, so you go Kentucky. Like you're not, you're not getting that India. You're not getting Mr. Basketball. He even said like Bob Knight. I think if you watch, you can watch another video. It's out there on YouTube. Like Bob Knight came up to Elk, like up to Elkhart to watch him play at Concord like numerous times. Yeah. And he like told him he's like you go blue, you're not getting it. And like sure enough, he didn't get it. He went to, he went to Kentucky. So Woody Austin won it. Woody Austin because he, he um, yeah. went to Purdue. So there you go. They threw him go. a bone. There you go for sure. Going Gene Katie. So, yeah, dude, just absolute man child. It's just like, I mean, and you know, like in that video, like there's dudes he's dunking on that are like bigger than you. Like you're 6'2. Yeah. Like there's dudes in there 6'3 that it's like, just, it's not even there. I heard a story about him in high school. So, this team obviously, re- like, Really prepared for Concord, knew everything that was coming, knew all like in that video. You see all them like lobs and stuff, the yeah. backdoor lobs to him and stuff. And I, I saw a coach uh, from another team said, you know, we had him dial, we had him dialed, and they threw, but they still threw a lob up in the, at, at one point in a game. And the center for the other team knew it was coming, and when the kid jumped to like try to intercept the pass because it's like coming up over the top. Yep. He like his hand. The coach said the hand. His hand was probably at the rim, so like ten foot. And Kemp still caught the ball, probably had the ball up above the square. And the dude looked at, like, they end up looking, and Kemp's waist was at the dude's head and put it down right on him. <laughs> Again, like, this stuff, you just, you can say that there's, and there are phenomenal athletes out there, high school basketball right now, that are doing some of this stuff, but they're just doing it once or twice a year. Yeah. This dude, a human highlight reel, obviously since high school, is on all three of the pros, right? So, underrated. Unbelievable. We should hear his name a lot more than we do. Yeah, you don't like. I it's, I will say like, yeah, you really don't. And who knows if that's because of the Kentucky thing and like just other things. But man, dude, the guy was just a unit, <laughs> straight unit, man. All right, so 
Talked about Sean Kemp. Got the jersey there. When it comes to environment, Colin, again, us Hoosiers have great pride, especially in our gyms, um, like what, like our size of our gyms, Yep. Uh, the amount of people we can put in those gyms, uh, and then obviously our fan base as well. Yep. So talking environment for you. So you're in high school. You're at a small school. We both went to a small, small, like I guess you call it farm school. Okay. Um, we are a class 1A. So if you're not from Indiana, there's four classes, and there used to not be classes up until 1998 is when they went to class basketball. So it was all like a one-winner-take-all tournament forever. Uh, and then they went to classes, and they say that was to give, like, little schools a chance. I This is for another debate. Yeah. And we'll have this later. Um, sometimes I wish it was just one class, even when I played. So it's like I would have rather just played the big school in the sectional than play, like, another small school and upset the big school, like – but that's just me, and that's for another debate. Yeah. But um, I say that to say we went to Westville High School. Again, our gym was built in, like, 1959. So it's it's old school. Like, you walk down into it. Like, we had some pretty good crowds and have some pretty, I don't want to call it, like, hostile environment for other teams. But it was it could be brutal at times. And it is one wicked loud gym loud. when it's packed. Like, it's can't hear yourself think. Like, it only sits, like – 1200 people but again like the way it's set up and things like that like like people standing room to get to watch a game at points in time yeah. so what do you uh, call the sun do you call that a sunken gym it's when sunken, it's like halfway yeah it's not completely underground it's but, not completely underground obviously it's probably like i would have to say like probably like eight ten feet of it is underground and i will say this a little plug to new durham township little westville okay <laughs> Our gym that we played in in high school, and I'll, I'll flash a picture right now, is the only sunken square gym, high school gym in the country. Maybe gym overall. It's perfectly square. It's a perfect square. Now, don't get me wrong. There's tons of rectangles. We played in other rectangle sunken gyms, but ours is the only square in the country. And with that being said, if you can imagine, our out-of-bounds – from, like, bleachers to the playing floor, so where people are sitting to the playing floor, is, like, 12 feet. It's it's not like people are just right there up against, like, you as you're playing, like a lot of gyms are, where, you know, you're taking the ball out of bounds and people can reach out and touch you. It's not like that in our high school gym because of the shape of it being a square. So, yeah. a little shout-out there. Yeah. A little shout-out. What, what do you call the the rafters? The raft? I don't know what you... Outside of the gym. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. if you pull up to exactly. school, you can see... The giant trusses. The trusses are up on top of the roof of the gym, the way it's designed. So, like, yeah. when you go down in the gym, which is actually a really low ceiling, actually, it still is even without the even without the trusses, <laughs> without the rafter, like the the, the steel beams. Um, but yeah, the way it was designed is that they're actually supporting the roof somehow on top, and I don't on literally physically outside the gym. While when you get in there, it's just basically lights and a flat ceiling. Yeah, so, and you can still. You chuck up a half court shot at the buzzer, you're still gonna. There's hit no the full ceiling. court shots yeah. happening there. No, no, not at all. So, um, so with that being said, you know we grew up there. Where is the most like difficult? And uh, uh, maybe it's for like certain player that you played against. Maybe it's the crowd. Maybe it's the gym. Um, where is one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult, place that you ever played in in high school when you were at Westville? Hopefully, I'm not taking yours, but lacrosse high school. <laughs> <laughs> Is absolutely most difficult place to play for as a player. 
Uh, it is packed. Yeah. The fans are crazy. Oh, no. I mean, they got to have the police ready. <laughs> some guy named Dale is going to come down half drunk from the bar next door, and he's going to be screaming F-bombs at you. And there's no room. The gym is known. Christian will know the numbers. It's short. It's not uh, official length of a high school gym. Yeah. And it that, that really throws you off if you're used to playing your whole life, playing uh, on a normal high school gym. You'll be running thinking you're going to – catch the ball and you run right into the right into the the uh yeah what do you call it the 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 stage the stage there's yeah. a stage up there and yeah it's brutal brutal yeah. it's really hard to in the places it just <laughs> get, it gets loud yeah and for sure it feels like everyone is just <laughs> mad <laughs> so um sorry riley riley's one of our really good friends he went to lacrosse biggest fan maybe might be our biggest fan. He might be the only one that watches this. I don't know. Uh, but, yes, down at lacrosse, I actually, um, after I graduated high school a few years later, actually I coached at lacrosse uh, for three years. Your dad coached at lacrosse for two, yeah. year, for two years, coached the boys at lacrosse. Um, but, yeah, so, like, if you're not familiar with lacrosse, man, lacrosse high school, um, the school building, okay, so is literally – well, everything's literally straight out of the movie Hoosiers. One hundred percent. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Literally straight out Hoosiers. The schoolhouse is the oldest schoolhouse still in use in Indiana, and it was built in nineteen fifteen. And after this year, it is not going to be used anymore. Yeah. After this you year, you wouldn't believe that they were teaching classes in this place. It's cool. It's, it's super it's more cool. rickety and like the like. It's cool. Like, how did this you class get me wrong. Oh, it's, it's cool. super cool. But you walk in a classroom, it's yeah. like, like hardwood floors, ten foot ceilings, like super cool. Like, it really is a really cool schoolhouse. Um, and, again, straight out of Hoosiers. Uh, and then the gym is built next to it, and that was built in 1949. Okay? And the thing when he was talking about the court being short is that uh, a normal court is 84 feet, high school basketball. Uh, I don't. I think a college or pros is 94 feet. And then at lacrosse is a 74-foot court. So – it is the only, I believe it is the only or one of two of the last 74-foot courts used in Indiana. If it was any shorter, they couldn't play there. I was told, like, the state wouldn't let them play there. Um, and the gym is, if you're watching this and you want to see a glimpse of Indiana high school basketball, maybe what it was a really long time, like 50, 60 years ago, go to a game at lacrosse. I don't care where you live. You could live in the opposite corner of the state. Uh, go watch uh, lacrosse play Couts or watch them play South Central or something and phenomenal it'll be a phenomenal experience but playing in it though is a completely different story um and i say that that it being short the court physically being short like home team advantage 100 percent, because they they can run and we did this when i was coaching there we ran a one three one and we extended it and it was like it was brutal because you had 10 less feet to work with on the court. Yep. Uh, and then my biggest thing when playing there, my junior year, we beat them in the in a holiday tournament for the championship, and that was against your dad. <laughs> and then we played them, and it was like we – I don't know what the word – I don't want to say like woke a sleeping giant, but it was brutal because they wanted our heads on a platter. And I went into that gym never playing in it, only watching games. And my depth perception, because like the walls are right there, Behind the basket, the stage is right there, and there's literally people on the stage, like, reaching down, touching you. 
and I shot two shots that game. I did score, like, a couple points. I still remember. Depth perception so off, just air ball, like, over <laughs> the basket. Like, thought Easy I had to, to put way more on it than what I had to. Yeah. Just air balled it. Yeah, that messes with you, too. Just brutal. Uh, but, yeah, we'll man. We'll have like, to put a link, maybe, to uh, our Hoosier high flyer. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't even talk about that. Don't even talk <laughs> about that. Give the folks at brutal. home uh, no, 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 no. a good idea of what the gym looks like. That's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> Christian Christian so, jamming in the gym. Oh, gosh. Come on. Oh, goodness. It wasn't – yeah, it was – all I could do was one-hand dunk off a lob. But yeah, that was, at, that was at the gym years and years ago um, when I was coaching there. But, yeah, no, like, definitely can be a crazy environment. Definitely seen people get kicked out of the gym there, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, it's lacrosse. I'm going to say mine. I'm going to say mine real quick because um, I lacrosse was probably my number one. It's just hard to play in, like yeah. the gym itself. But you played in it. Only once as like a sophomore. And I'm going to tell a story. And I'm going to tell you about a guy that could just shoot out of a gym and would just make it like there was nothing you could do. I'm going to tell you a story, y'all. We're playing with the gym. Uh, the, the gym I'm talking about, the school I'm talking about is Triton. Okay? And Triton in the mid, and still though, still, great basketball. Unbelievable. Jason Groves, awesome coach. Great Great basketball tradition. But when I'm playing them, I'm like, we are prying, we are trying to beat just an absolute juggernaut of a basketball team at, the, at these years, okay? They were going to state championships, going, you know, winning, state runners up, all this. So we go into Triton my junior year, get the perfect draw. We end up making it to the championship. Only like, that was only like the fourth time in our school's history out of like almost 100 years of basketball that we went to play for a sexual championship. So we go to Triton, and we kind of knew what we were up against, okay? And they had a freshman named – I'm going to say the dude's last name wrong because nobody ever says it right, so I don't really know what it is, but Clay Yo, Clay Yao. Is that the coach's son? No. That, no. It was Jason Groves. Yeah. He played with Yao, Gage. Oh, Yao was – yeah. Yeah, he yeah. played with Gage in He Bethel. went to Valpo first. First, and then, and went, then to went to Valpo. Yeah, played yeah. With Gage. that guy yeah. is mean. So <laughs> that dude's a freshman. He's like six foot five. I'm a junior, so this is my junior year. I said that. Um, sorry. And then they had this dude, and this is what I'm going to talk about. This old boy. I don't even know what to say. They had this kid named Griffin Carpenter. And Griffin Carpenter was the coldest shooter I have ever, I ever played against. And maybe saw, not best player I saw, but the best shooter probably I ever seen. Close I ever saw. So, we're, we're <laughs> this is no, this is a real story. We're playing the sexual championship, and it's we're in Triton's gym, which is a sunken gym, seats over three thousand people, and the one whole side is nothing but the towns of Tippecanoe, Bourbon, and Etna Green. It's it's us versus those three towns, literally, dude. And um, so the one whole side is all Triton, obviously, all blue and like yellow. And then we got, like, our side of their gym, which is, like, okay, there is quite a few orange and black there to support us. But then even, like, there's, like, people in there that are rooting for Triton because they couldn't find seats on the other side of the massive side of the gym, right? Yep. So we're playing, and it's, like, I mean, it's, like, it's like an MMA fight with those dudes. Like, we're on the ground, and they're just pounding us. Bang, bang, bang. And it's just, like, wouldn't let up. And Dan Warnke... Dan Warnke 
takes a charge in Clay Yo- against Clay Clay yep, Yo. I was there. And takes a charge and Clay Yo dunks on him. Clay dunks on him. And Danny takes the charge and gets the call going the other way. Right? And around that time. Jason Groves took Griffin Carpenter out of the game, which is this cold shooter, like super unassuming looking dude. And he took him out of the game. And we like, I don't want to say we made a big run, but like maybe we scored six, eight points and we kind of closed the gap. Okay. I think we ended up losing the game by like 25 points. But at that point, when we made our run, Griffin Carpenter was on the bench. And I swear to you, like a cheat code, like, like, Subbing a player in on a video game that's like some secret weapon, dude. Here comes Griffin Carpenter back in the game. And it was just all over again. Bang! Bang! You could do nothing. This kid could do nothing wrong. He was just unbelie- unbelievable basketball player. Could not believe it, dude. Just And it made that environment and that sectional championship because it was literally us versus three towns. Yep. And Griffin Carpenter. Like, Griffin Carpenter may have been able to beat us single-handedly that game. And again, would take him out of the game. Oh, the team went on a little run. The other the opposing team, come here, Jason Grove, put <laughs> it back in the game. Bang, bang. I, dude, end up going to Valpo, and so I don't know whatever happened to him. I, I may have saw him in a game or two, but he end up he end up going to Valpo. Like, yeah. unbelievable, man. That was probably, yeah, probably one of those. that gym. Yeah. How many How many people does that hold? It's like it seems it's over three thousand. It's bigger than New Prairie. Yeah. It was probably. I mean, because it was like. And they knew that they, and they ended up going to the state championship that year and they lost to an Indianapolis school by like four points. And it was like they knew they were in state contention. Like Yeah. That probably would be my second Triton. pick. Because oh, that yeah. yeah. Playing <laughs> And I think that gym maybe South Central, but like is the gym that I play other than my our gym at Westville that I played the most games in. Other than Westville, if that makes sense. So yeah. I think Triton I probably played in like seven games there or something like that. Six games, seven games, so to match it up. All right. You like my Yeti? I'm jealous. You like, you like mine's that? Just a, mine's just a blank. Yours is a blank. Mine's got the state of Indiana on it. And it says Mr. Porter. Mr. Porter. Yeah, Mr. Porter. I bumped the mic with my... I'll get one of those that say Mr. Redman. <laughs> 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 I'm taking her name. <laughs> that's so funny, man. She scored more points than me in high school. You're that's wrong, who. You're right. That's who. Uh, and went to prep. And went prep school. Play basketball. And played D two basketball. And then played yeah. as a graduate too. Yeah. To get a master's. I don't get to keep the last name. No. <laughs> Holds no weight. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. All right. So, um, talked about Sean Kemp. Talked about. Uh, Toughest environment, and we both agreed on lacrosse as number one, and uh, talked about Triton too. That was his brutal time. So, last thing we're going to talk about today, and I feel like people out there probably have crazy stories about this stuff. I'm going to go first because I hear you have a really good one. Okay, I'm going to go first because mine's not that great. Uh, but we're going to be talking about the worst jersey slash maybe your wardrobe experience or malfunction that you yourself or maybe somebody maybe you witness somebody else have okay so i'll just go first this is the kind of one that's in my brain that happened to me personally 
And I think, I mean, this isn't that good, but I mean, it's still, again, good topic. Uh, I am a freshman, and uh, we're going down to Argus. And if you guys uh, talk about a tough environment to play in, Argus, another super tough, like, environment to play. You have the same people that come to the basketball games that are there that have been going for 30 years. So it's like, you know, you got that real hometown crowd type thing. And I'm a freshman going down there. And we never, like, love love Coach Berger to death, but we never had, like, us younger people always had the hand-me-down jerseys, obviously. Yep. And, like, mine were, like, mine, <laughs> I never had anything to fit me. I had just, I had just hit my growth spurt and in eighth grade, and but I was, like, soaking wet, like, 5'9", 120 pounds. <laughs> like, soaking wet, maybe 120 pounds. So, no, like, not even small shorts fit me. I needed, like, either girls' shorts or, like, my fifth grade basketball uniform. Like, so we get in the gym, and I'm playing JV, and, like, I'm coming off the bench. And um, we actually had a really good JV team that year. I think we won, like, 16 games or something, like 16 and 4. Jeff Minster was our coach, and we were actually really good. Yeah. And um, he puts me in the game in the first half. And I had these shorts, people. Like, it's not nowadays where you cry and complain about, like, when you don't get your way about something. You go home and tell your parents or something that, you know, I got picked on or, you know, whatever. Or, like, my jer- my jersey legit did not fit me. and uh, But I didn't complain about it because it's like I get to play JV basketball as a freshman. Right? Yeah. Like, you just accepted it. And sure enough, I had double XL shorts. Makes double you look XL. faster. What? They, they wave in the wind. Oh, makes yeah. you look and, like you're really quick. keep in mind, people, like, <laughs> like, you all have maybe young people, like, in high school, you haven't really witnessed this. But we have watched go f- like, we have watched basketball uniforms go from super baggy, like, yep. super baggy, barely fit. You're, like, swimming in it. Like, look up Purdue basketball when Robbie Hummel played. Robbie Hummel shorts the dude 6'8", and they were down to his ankles. Like, look it up. <laughs> so, we have witnessed, like, jerseys go from super baggy, swimming in them, to, like, now what, guys roll up their shorts, and they were in short shorts again. It's like Larry Bird era. Yes, literally. It's, it's, it's gone full circle. So, <laughs> I, I, I was wearing double XLs of these huge old Westville jerseys, and they were, like, Under Armour material, no. They were this. They had like sewed on patches and like. Kind of like that. Yeah. Even if even this is more breathable, but yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything was sewed on. We had like the what like the Blackhawk patch, you know, patch on and all this, double XLs. And I go in the first half of this game, and I am literally running down the court, holding my pants up, dribbling the ball left-handed. Like I'm running point for Jeff, <laughs> and I'm I'm dry, okay. I'm not so then it. things get worse. Like. I don't want to say things get worse, but they didn't get any bad, better because I needed pants. Drawstring is gone. That's why I'm holding up my pants. So, Andy Pop is a senior, and the jerseys looked super similar to one another, but they weren't. Okay, obviously, one was the varsity uniform, one was the JV uniform. And I took Andy Pop's because he's the smallest guy on the varsity team, and I would later, like, take his jersey after that year when I graduated, right? And... They gave me his Andy. Andy's wearing like large pants, and Andy's shorter than I am. His pants were mass. I feel sorry for the dude. And here he's the captain of the team, and they give me his shorts just for the game, which was kind of weird because like nowadays, 
oh, gross, you sweating those? Like, I'm not going to wear those. Like, no, Andy <laughs> didn't think a thing about it. Gave me a shorts. I go in that game, fourth quarter, Jeff throws me in. Like, I'm back. Again, freshman, I didn't start. I really didn't play that much. I probably was, like, seventh man off the bench. Jeff throws me in. I got Andy's pants on. They're down to my calves. They're super baggy, huge pants, but they're got a drawstring, so they're tight. I go up there. I snap for 10 points, like, in the fourth quarter, and we end up winning the game. So, wow. Yeah, it was, like, those shorts. And I had to literally take these shorts off, and I end up giving them back to the kid. He put them on and then ran out for warm-ups in the varsity game. <laughs> It's like, it weren't the blood shorts for the blood uniform. No, they were the starting point guards on the varsity team shorts. So, <laughs> anyway, but that's that's my only wardrobe malfunction story, I suppose. Yeah. So. That actually, I want to say something about that because I it just brought back a lot of memories <laughs> from high school and college. How <laughs> they talk, like, it was a pecking order thing on who got to pick the shorts. Especially oh, yeah. at, at, like, Olivet when I played. Yeah. And they just, you know, there'd just be a big bin. Yeah. And it's like, go for it, free but like, yeah. <laughs> if some guy was a starter, he would be like, no, man, I'm getting those larges. You're getting the triple XLs. Because, like, it, it was yeah. funny how people would be fighting about that and, oh, yeah. and everything. It's it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like now, and again, like nowadays, man, it's like probably some kid come home and complain, like, oh, yeah. I didn't get the shorts that I wanted. Like, coach didn't. No, like, you just accepted it. And I was just happy to play. Like, give me whatever shorts. I'll make them work. I'll safety pin them, whatever. Like, anyway, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My wardrobe wardrobe malfunction <laughs> goes back to fifth grade. So where are in, you at? Where are you Indian at? Indian Trail Elementary. <laughs> right there in Steelwell, Indiana. State Road 4. <laughs> Um, what were you guys' nickname? The, the Trailblazers? The Comets. No, that's Kessler. No, I mean Indian Trail. The Blazers. The Trail Blazers. Blazers. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're yes, right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Yes, the Blazers. Yellow and gold, so we were the same uh, yeah. colors for when I went to the Kessling Comets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Indian Trail has this type of floor compound that is, is rubber. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have experienced it before, yeah. but it. It hurts to fall off. I mean, it's like softer than wood and stuff, and it, it's kind of bouncy when you're running on it. But if you fall on it, it just rips your skin <laughs> right off. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I wasn't that good at basketball back then. I peaked more in high school, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Uh, and so I'm, you know, fifth grade basketball. We're playing Boston. That's another another. Uh, I mean, not Boston. <laughs> What whatever school it? I think it was Elementary. Critchfield yeah Critchfield okay Critchfield and we're playing at uh, home on a rubber court and I got a fast break kind of trip stumble over myself there's there's quite a few moms and dads there in the in the stands and I fall hit the court <laughs> my pants my shorts catch the <laughs> catch the rubber court go right down to my ankles. <laughs> no, uh, I swear. Right, you're on the court. <laughs> so I I'm sliding on my butt. Shorts are down to my ankles, and I'm sitting there. Most embarrassing moment for a fifth grader. I'm looking around, just <laughs> in your underwear. In my underwear, <laughs> thinking my world's over. So was your mom there, and your dad, or just your mom? Just my mom. Just then, because my dad was at yeah. basketball practice. That's but uh, oh, that fell. Uh really embarrassing at the time because I was just like thought that never happens to anyone but uh got stood up 
pulled my shorts back <laughs> up. Felt like all the girls were looking at me. Right. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, I, I, yeah, that I haven't forgotten that one. Jeez. But that's my that, that's my story. Those rubber floors can be. No, the rubber floors. When they grab on a jersey material, it's it's going. It's like so. I've never got to a play like this. Is just kind of like talking about like rubber floors. I don't know why or talk about anything. It's our podcast, but why? Like, because we played a rubber rubber floor at Kessling. Yeah, that was Kessling too. Same. This same is thing. before we went out to. This is before we end up going to <clears throat> Westville, and so this is like before schools, and but it's like I never played football on like astroturf or I, I guess yeah. astroturf, and you hear a turf burn and everything. I feel like that's a rubber floor, like. It has to be like almost similar to a rubber floor. Yeah, thing. the way yeah. that you'd slide on it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah, I've heard of that. You get burns. Yeah, yeah really bad. I can't floors. believe that stuff is like. Is it cheaper than wood? Can't. Is be. that why they're I doing? mean, maybe it is. Like, how do you pour that? Yeah, I don't is know. there a concrete truck, but a rubber? But a rubber. It just pours out rubber, rubber and then they <laughs> level it out. I just don't understand how that works. We'll have to have a discussion because I, I have a really good rubber floor story, from I was told down at Lacrosse, so. I'll have to we'll have to make it another another subject rubber floors. Yeah, because I hear they were just and they I from playing on them, they were junk when I played on them and they had to have been junk when they first came out because I have a story about why they were so bad. So we'll yeah. have to have a rubber floor story next time. But yep. Yeah, One so. more thing before we go back because yeah. I didn't I did not realize this. Yeah. Um, you said lacrosse school is closing. The like actual, actual schoolhouse. School but the, they're gonna they're gonna keep the gym. So every yeah, because I didn't know that was happening. Yes, they're building onto Wanata, okay, up the road. Yep. High school classrooms, and they're not gonna use the schoolhouse anymore. They're just gonna use the gym to play basketball okay. and sports in. But this because the schoolhouse, I was told this. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like it has like uh, like black mold in the walls, and they just can't. I mean, we we're talking something from 1915. It's a what 107 years old. Yeah, and it's so I, yeah. So I think that's kind of the kind of the main main deal there. And I know they're like putting in tech and ag classes and all that in Wanata. So yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. The yeah. the town people of Lacrosse would never let so that Ryan, gym not be. Yeah, I was gonna say. So our basketball. buddy Riley, maybe. Well, I guess they're gonna keep the gym. Never mind. I was like, if they're gonna get rid of the gym too, then Riley, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a purchase. You have to skid loader and. Scoop that we're gonna thing pick up. up we're, yeah, we're gonna crane that gym up out of there and take it home with us. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, man. Awesome. Pretty successful, I think. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll put Gmail at the bottom. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And obviously you're watching this on YouTube. So, um, you know all the social media platforms. And again, I'll. You guys leave any comments you want to leave. So. <laughs>